0: you found it. Let us help you find your joy in life. Hi, everyone. I hope this finds each of you so very well. Today, I'm speaking to you from my studio in West Orange, New Jersey, and I am truly excited to have this chance to interview Cheryl Murphy, who is an accomplished, multifaceted medium, psychic, animal communicator, psychic investigator, and also a health and wellness intuitive. Wow, do I have great questions for Cheryl, who will be speaking to us today from Palmdale, California. Cheryl, who first experienced the spirit world at the tender age of three, was a psychology major in college. She is the founder of the Healing Prayer Circle and a member of Find Me, a nonprofit organization focused on locating missing persons. She is also a co-author of the international bestseller titled The Last Breath, True Stories of Mediumship, the Afterlife, and Messages from Heaven, which is written by mediums from all over the world who share their experiences of hope and healing, validating again and again that life is eternal and love never dies. Cheryl wrote Chapter 6, called Spirit Party, in which she shares an amazing experience she had with Spirit. I'm eager to talk with Cheryl about her chapter, Spirit Party, and so much more. But first, we need to take a quick minute to show some love to our sponsors. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi Cheryl. A warm spirit-filled welcome to grief and rebirth podcast
1: hello irene thank you for inviting me
0: thank you for this is going to be so much fun between us and i am in full transparency everyone i've had a session with cheryl and she's fabulous so let's start our interview with this question cheryl please tell us about your first experience with spirit when you were three years old your family's psychic history and your childhood spiritual exploration.
1: Uh, I first began experiencing the spirit world as really a golden ball of light. I was very young in the middle of the night. I was wakened by a beautiful ball of light. It was not one soul or one person or one spirit. It was a group, it felt like a family. It felt very warm and loving and it floated around my room. And they you just, were three? You were I, just three? I, I was very young. So there was really no language. There was more like of a telepathy happening where they woke me up and they moved things around my room, but it was a very loving feeling. Like they were just coming to check on me. You know, they were just coming to say, hi, hi, how do you like it here on earth? You know, <laughs> how are you doing? And they came to me, you know, quite a few times when I was very, very young. So it seemed to be that my, that was my first experience. Then as I'm getting older, you know, into my, you know, childhood now, I'm in my childhood, I'm like eight, nine, 10 years old. My brother, who's very close in age with me, we both were very spiritual. We practiced seances, you know, where you light a candle in the dark and you, channel abraham lincoln and all of that ask him to come through and you know we just practiced all of this neat energy and we we really didn't have anyone else to talk to about it because it just wasn't discussed back then but my family and in my household it was very very common i mean we had books about it we talked about being psychic or touching you know connecting with spirit world uh i have native american uh great-great-grandmother and my family. Uh, It turns out that one of my great-aunts, who was very psychic, uh, was hired by the government to find a missing pilot and plane. Uh, And she says, you know what, I'll find him for you, but he's already passed. He's already dead. She did locate the missing pilot and plane. They were like in the snowy mountains of Uh, you know, of another country, but she did locate them. So it does run in my family. And as I'm growing up here in my childhood, uh, I know that all the women gather every time we have a holiday or, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, the women would gather and have a seance, or they would have these discussions that I I wasn't really a part of at that time. I was very young, but I would hear about after. So I grew up with this beautiful energy of the spirit world and being connected with spirit. It was very common for us once again, again, to talk about it. It's just that we, when we went outside the house, when I went to school, no one was talking about it in school. So, you know, I didn't have anyone to talk or share with it except for my brother who we were very, very close. We played a lot with the spirit world when we were very young.
0: That's amazing, though. I think a lot of people listening to this wish they grew up in your family.
1: Yeah.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> Instead of getting together with the dysfunctional relatives, we're going to sit and have a fun seance. Whoa. That's fabulous. Was your mother also psychic that
1: way? My mother is extremely psychic. Uh, she doesn't practice it, but she does. Uh, she is able to or she's very aware of objects moving for example bending metal you know I think you know she would tell me a story of just being around kitchen utensils they would bend you know back in the day you have her growing up so she's kind of stayed away from it but absolutely she's comfortable with it but I'm me and my brother were more we were more into it we're more delving into it we were it was our conversation that was our that was our joy growing up so
0: cool that is so cool so you were a psychology major in college Why did you change your life focus to these spiritual gifts? And tell us how you perceive and receive messages through Mm -hmm. your prayers.
1: You know, I always wanted to find like-minded people growing up and psychology was the closest degree that I could find that applied to what i was doing learning about people i felt well people are in spirit now they're still people so i'm going to learn about uh human behavior and spirit behavior through the study of psychology but i've also uh gone on to study other other areas of psychology, but but I still love it. It's a very dear a dear field of study for me, um, and how I perceive and receive information. You know, I use all of my clairs, and just for um, reference for our clairvoyance and clairaudience. You know, claire is French for it means the word clear. So, like clairvoyance would be like clear sight or inner sight. They talk about the third eye. So I do. I use all of my clairs. I use my clairvoyance. I have inner sight where I see images. Sometimes it's like a movie, moving picture, or a movie screen, mm. or sometimes it's just a word that I see or an image. Um, I also use my clairaudience, audience, which is really strong for me. I hear spirit, and a great way for people to understand what clairaudience audience is. It's, uh, for example, if you've ever heard your name called from a distance and you turn around and there's no one there that's a clear audience experience that you're having. You're hearing the spirit world calling out to your name. So I use my clairvoyance, clairaudience, audience, and I'm also very clairsentient where I have clear feeling or inner feeling. And that's really where it all begins from. It's from sensing spirit. But uh, I've had times, um, Irene, where I've tasted the spaghetti sauce that grandmother is making in the kitchen, oh. or I've smelled the cigar smoke uh, that, you know, grandpa used to have, uh, you know, and So these are other clairs that, that are very common that I use whatever the spirit world is going to help me. They're helping me understand them. So they're going to reach out to me any way they can. And what I have to do is surrender and be a clear channel and just be open to receive.
0: It sounds like they have to, they're trying to access whatever they can within you to get that message
1: through. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever and what i the way i try to explain to people is if if there was a very if if the spirit if if your grandfather will we'll take that if he was an extrovert for example he he was very outgoing and loud then he will probably come to me being loud and extrovert so i'll probably hear him or i'll feel his uh, jubilant personality also with my clairsentience so the personalities really do remain the same uh, we do uh, keep our personality and, and who we are. We just lose the physical body as we continue on with right. our life. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or whatever. So uh, you're both a psychic and a medium, right?
1: I'm both. Yeah, I'm both a psychic and a medium. I use my mediumship to help people. I'd like to say that I'm connecting soul to soul. So if I'm connecting in a mediumship, uh, working with someone and connecting with their loved one in spirit, I'm connecting my soul with the spirit world with the soul and the spirit world. If I'm working psychically, for example, if I'm helping you with life decisions or a career change or, you know, any questions you have about your own life, that would be a still a psychic reading that would still be a soul to soul reading. It's just my soul is now connecting with your soul, but it's all soul language. It's all blending through that beautiful uh, energy of love.
0: So let me just ask you this. So somebody in our audience wants to get a session with you and they want to hear from their dad or their, or whoever. And while that's coming through, are you also able to, and they're also having, say, a career problem. Mm-hmm. Are you also, so is dad coming through or is that this extra ability that you have giving them the advice on the career problem and then also talking to
1: dad? You know, it's a great question. And the answer is both. Oh. So so what happens is if I'm offering someone uh, help around a career, a guidance around their career, and I feel their father who's passed away, when I feel him come through, you know what, he'll start helping answer the question. He'll be the one to provide the guidance, which is absolutely who they want to hear from. They would love their father to give them that career guidance, as I would as well. Uh, So yes, that's how it works. I'll give them what I'm picking up psychically, and usually what will happen is a loved one will step in to offer love and support.
0: That's so great. So not only do you do human beings, but you do pets. So you're a pet psychic medium too. So all right. What kinds of messages do you receive from deceased pets and pets who are still alive? Yeah. And I know you have
1: some touching stories about your two dogs. I do. You know, pets are amazing. I I have such respect for the animal kingdom. I think their frequency is so high and pure. And, you know, they're just so filled with unconditional love. Uh, but yes, I've had messages. I have uh, just two stories to share with my two dogs. This might help people is both of my dogs have passed, but one before he passed, as I was walking him in the afternoon, doing our afternoon walk, he told me, he said, Hey, this is my last walk of the day. I'm going to pass away tonight. But I, you know, I know he told me ahead of time, and um, and so uh, so we go ahead and have our walk, and he's as healthy and fit and having a great time. I mean, you would never you would never imagine that. And sure enough, at eight fifteen that evening, he laid down and passed very quickly. So it's an amazing. So I was foretold that information. And then another experience with my other dog is uh three days before he passed, he came to me. I was not with him, I was in another town working. He came to me uh, in its beautiful glow once again. And he said, and he's coming to me saying, Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass away in three days. Uh, and he had been sick, so I knew he wasn't doing well. So it was you know, it was very sensitive that time, but he gave me the heads up, so to speak. He let me know that I, so I could be there with him. He goes, Hey, I'm going to pass away in three days. I just want to thank you for everything. I love you. And you know, it's all going to be fine. So once again, animals will communicate with you. And I do think animals, they do see potentials in our future. I think they can help us manifest. I think they're helping us manifest all the time. Uh, some of the questions that I do when I communicate with living animals, whose owners are maybe having a you know a behavioral issue or they can't understand their dog or their cat, I'll have that communication, that telepathic communication with the animal, where either his teeth might be hurting. I remember one time I spoke to this one dog. He's like, I need to go to the dentist. You know, I have this mouth, and this is why I'm you know having this behavioral problem, and she doesn't understand. Sure enough you know, uh, the doctor, right. It was an ear. It, when it was a little bit of an infection back here. So animals tell you, or if they're not feeling well, I'll feel that in their body too, where I'll may give suggestions around diet or health, health concerns with the animal. It's really, truly amazing. It is.
0: Oh my goodness. I would, if I had an animal like that, you'd be probably on (laughs) the feed dial. (laughs) show so, uh, you also do psychic inve- i mean it's not like you, there's not, you're you're so multifaceted faceted you also do psychic mm-hmm. investigation so give us an example of a psychic investigation
1: so there's lots of uh there's lots of interest in psychic investigation right now being a psychic investigator and that is someone who uses their intuitive abilities to help Uh, find uh, people who have either passed or how they passed or what comfort we can bring to their loved ones who are still here. But being a psychic investigator, it is about really focusing the the mind, focusing the heart space, really uh, connecting with the person, whether it's through their name, their date of birth, where they were last uh, seen or found. But it is about telling the story, telling their story that they weren't able to share here on earth. A lot of psychic investigators do work in groups. So we work as a team. And that is really important to have that support of a team energy. When we're doing this kind of work, we work with the police officers or other, uh, other investigative, um, organizations. Uh, but it is really important to understand that there are uh, methods and steps to go in this proceedings. We always do it with compassionate heart and very it's very delicate what we do with psychic investigation.
0: So for instance, I guess if someone is murdered or they've disappeared or whatever and the police don't, they're trying to figure it out, they'll call yes. you, which is amazing that the police are that enlightened that they work with you guys like that
1: they are they're truly enlightened and you know a lot of um law enforcement officers um men and women are both very are, are all very intuitive they're very intuitive people where um you know i know that uh they have to also kind of look outside the box in their work and so that's their exercise in in their intuition but it is remarkable how far we've come in uh in people opening up to this field
0: Wow. And then if that wasn't enough that you do, you also are a health and wellness intuitive. So please tell Mm -hmm. everyone how energy healing helps a person.
1: You know, I call myself a health and wellness intuitive uh, because that's just a comfortable Title for me to sit with. What I do is I help people who are having health concerns, and I always agree with Western medicine. I'm never really out to, um, you know, um, uh, go against any uh, professional recommendation. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a Western medical doctor, but I here I'm here to help support. I'm here to provide guidance on what I pick up intuitively. So, for example, if someone you know has a sore sore back, or they have, uh, a diagnosis that maybe they just want to see what I'm picking up on them, um, on them energetically. And also how I can help them energetically too, because it could be, um, an emotional, uh, situation, you know, emotional, mental, physical that makes all of these ailments, uh, for people. So we really want to surrender and, and take it off layer at a time. You so know? you,
0: so energetically you remove, um, it could be like an old wound, an emotional wound or whatever. Exactly. You're able to lift that up, lift that out of the body somehow, I guess.
1: Well, so what I do is I help facilitate that with people. So I work with them on an energy level where I'm supporting that energy body. It's our auric field, the energy field around the body. I'm supporting them and whatever is for their highest good, for whatever is most appropriate for them, and always with their permission, and always with, uh, it's always at a scheduled time that I work with them, and we have appointments, you know, uh, before and after, and we really, it's like a clearing too, it's like clearing, opening up, strengthening the energy field is where, I, where I'd like to say that, to put that, yeah.
0: Does it, does it speed up healing? Like if they're seeing a doctor, and then they work with you, do you see that? They make Yes. Progress.
1: yes, they do make a quicker, speedy recovery. We'll just say p- p- pre or post uh, post-surgery and it's through or just procedures even, or just wellness. I mean, um, you know, just knowing that someone's helping you or supporting you through all of this and just knowing that you're feeling comforted and that we really can feel energy. We do feel an energy happening and we do feel an empowerment because we're all our own healer. And that's really my goal is to help share with people that I'm here just to help them, but really it's with their permission that the work is being done.
0: That is so cool. So let me ask you also about this book that you contributed to. It's called The Last Breath, Two Stories of Mediumship, The Afterlife and Messages from Heaven. And it's filled with synchronicities and signs from spirit. You have an amazing story in chapter six called The Spirit Party. Tell us about The Spirit Party.
1: Thank you for asking. I, I love my chapter, I have to say, because it is about my father, and it is about the incredible experience that Spirit gave me. Uh, my father had been in the hospital, and I was living with him at the time. We were at the hospital for a long time. I just needed a respite. I had to come home for a few minutes. There was really no one there at the house. And I just had to come home and relax just for a moment to go back to care for him. And and, you know um, how that is when you're with your loved ones at the hospital 24 seven. So I came home to the house. And I had turned everything off. I'd locked the doors and everything. And I walk up to the front door, Irene, and I'm hearing music and I'm seeing lights in the house, but I'm not afraid or anything. I'm just more curious. And as I step into the kitchen, into the main part of the house, I'm seeing all of these spirits in the house and they're, they're creating, they're planning, they're organizing a spirit party, a welcoming party for my father, because- He they know he is going to transition. And it's loved ones, it's old friends of his that I remember meeting back when. And they're rushing around in excitement, and they're putting up banners and their sparkles of light, and they're crisscrossing the floor. And I'm I, it's so loud. And I thought I was just coming home to rest for a minute. And I walked into all of this beautiful, loving energy that even at one point when I had to actually get from This side of the kitchen across the floor, I'm hearing myself go, excuse me, excuse me, because I'm bumping into spirit because they're so excited because we know that, you know, uh, when my father did transition later that day, uh, they were there it gave me such comfort to know that they were already there. They were already preparing. And from what I gather, they knew six weeks ahead of time that our loved ones, you know, angels, they know weeks and weeks ahead of time, even though you and I, we we are just, we, we were not sure when that moment is going to happen, that they actually do transition. Uh, my father ended up transitioning later that day as I mentioned and also those same spirits were with him in the hospital his loved ones you know our loved ones our immediate family was there angels were there so I know that many many maybe you have experiences too uh if you've ever helped or been with someone as they transition you you might be able to see that or feel that just know that that's happening and that's there
0: and what a blessing that you have these extra gifts that you were able to see all that because someone else might have walked in the house and not been <laughs> aware of anything. Maybe they would have gotten it's a chill true. or tingle or something, but they wouldn't have really.
1: It's true. It's that. true. I was so fortunate that I had that experience because it's, it's just 100% love and unconditional excitement and joy, nothing less than joy that the spirit world have. Uh, So I just felt so comforted when my father when he did transition and fortunately they 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 also guided me uh, back and said look it's time for you to leave the house you need to go back to the hospital, and I got the message to go back and he had transitioned uh, a little bit later that day, but. Um, I was so fortunate to have that experience that I cherish that. And I'm so happy that I was asked to contribute that in this book.
0: That's wonderful. And it's kind of a validation. Hopefully we will all have parties when we cross over. True. I personally ordered champagne. So we'll
1: see. <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> I'm going to do the same. I'm
0: gonna take that hey, one. I'll put I'll, we'll, we'll together. <laughs> speaking of your father. Uh, you have, I'm going to be mesmerized by this story. I'm sure everyone is. Oh. Your father worked with a ticket agent oh. after he crossed over to help you snag a first-class ticket?
1: Yes. Uh, you know, it's incredible, too. Uh, so my father, uh, he has been passed about 10 years now. And um, a few years ago, just about four years ago, I was at the airport and um I, first time for me to step off a flight, uh, they offered you a free voucher, right? They offer you a free voucher or free miles to step off the plane to let someone else get on. So I did that. I just felt my angels were lifting me up by my T-shirt, so to speak, and saying, look, you're good. You're going to take the next flight. Uh, and what happens is not only did I get so much gratitude from this family of four who was able to now fly together, Uh, I the ticket agent immediately went to booking my ticket to go home the next day. And as I'm standing at the counter, I'm feeling my father, I'm just feeling him. And he is telling me he says, Look, ask the ticket agent to you in first class go ahead and i'm like i'm like no i'm like i'm good i'm good i'm good with it. i just appreciate all the miles they're giving me or the voucher i'm appreciating that he goes okay wait a minute and i literally i'm seeing my dad wait a minute and he reaches across as if his energy is reaching across like a ball of light going across the counter to this ticket agent who only a moment later walks out behind from the counter hands me my ticket and says you know what I booked you in first class. (laughs) I'm just like, Oh my God, he put it right in her. He put it right in his head to do that. Oh my gosh. I mean, and it was just that type of experience that I had. And not only did I get the first class ticket, but of course, uh, you know, I got the suite at the hotel. I got the private car, you know, I got the, you know, I mean, I just got everything was taken care of by my father. You, You, we just never know. We never know what they're up to over there.
0: That's wonderful. That's kind of when you say you have someone watching over you, we often do. We don't realize it, but we often do.
1: Yeah, so who would have thought, you know, that that would happen, but that did. And I knew my dad was behind it.
0: (laughs) cool. And you also have a wonderful story about helping a client to recover from a painful injury in a car accident and to open to their psychic and mediumship abilities.
1: You know, a really uh, meaningful Uh, experience that I had as a medium, as a working medium was to help a young man who had been in a horrific car accident, and he was on pain medication, and of course, depression, because he wasn't, you know, his body wasn't he was in pain and he just he was on a lot of medication different kinds and he had it had been six or eight months since his accident and here he is calling me and he doesn't even know why he's calling me he's like i'm just calling you because i need help and i saw you somewhere and so we get to talking and we get to working and i'm realizing oh my god this young man is very intuitive and he doesn't know it and so through him and i working together several times and opening up and practicing opening up his psychic abilities he is realizing that, hey, maybe he doesn't need so much pain medication. I'm feeling better. Maybe his you know medication he's taking for depression he doesn't need so much so so at, like i said he's working with his doctors on this uh progress but he's feeling better because his connection with the spirit world is opening up and he's realizing hey these voices that i'm hearing it's not from the medication or it's not from you know me feeling bad about anything it's actually me connecting with my guides my angels loved ones so it was a tremendous uh validation really for me and for uh, a lot of people. And for, of course, for him, I mean, even today, he's not on as much medication, you know, he's, he's just really, the pain is almost gone. Okay. I mean, it's really diminished. Uh, and I'm just so proud of him and where he's taken this uh, intuitive work himself. And I'm just so proud of the spirit world. And I'm hoping that helps other people realize that sometimes, you know, the spirit world can help us heal, you know yeah, they can help us heal.
0: That's a really happy ending story, and you've yeah. actually helped him kind of rebirth his life in a in a way. In yeah, life. That's, yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. that's wonderful. Thank you. Um, and you do spirit. So everyone, just in case you thought there's a little more that she should needs to do, she also does <laughs> spirit guide readings. So um, uh, I think some of our listeners are like, I really have a spirit guide. What is that? You know. So, uh, yeah. You know. So they. I've heard spirit guides protect us and they help us. And but do they, and do they also give you their names? What do they look like? And how do they assist your clients with decisions and issues they're struggling with? Give us that whole, if someone wants to call you for a spirit guide reading, yeah. what's that like?
1: Well, I really love spirit guide readings. I really do because it helps me to bring up not only someone's past life, but perhaps I can, it helps me to connect with their guides to let them know because perhaps maybe they're working on something in their life and they need help. And I'm just here to reassure them or to introduce them even to a guide that's been helping them. What a spirit guide is, or a, a helper, we could call it a helper. But spirit guides come into our life. Uh, really, some of them come in be f- with us as we're being born into this world. Some of us come in and stay with us through our whole lifetime. Some of them will come in just to help us if we're going through a, a transition of our own, uh, or maybe if we're taking up a new hobby or a new job, at, and we have a new interest in our life. For example, if I take up painting or oil painting as a hobby, I may bring in a guide that would help me. That would that would be excited to help me in my painting that would introduce me to new colors or ideas so spirit guides come in to support us they don't really come in to tell us what to do but they're here to support us and to open up opportunities for us
0: so a lot of times the thoughts we get could be our guides coming through
1: yes it could be an inspiration of support or or a new idea as you mentioned And in my spirit guide readings, uh, I do get names, maybe not all the time, but I usually can see them or I see an image of them. Uh, And usually they're, and they're very different in personality. I just want to say that. And they come from different time periods in history as well. Uh, But, and then I also bring through what it is they're here to help the person work on. And then I try to leave the person with an exercise or a meditation or a way to connect with them so that they can work with them on their own after and get to know them better.
0: That is, that's great. That is really great. And then you also do grief and loss readings. So how did the deceased appear to you and tell, and you've said they retain their personalities on the other side and do you ever channel messages and information from them besides giving, you know,
1: evidential information, Mm -hmm. he wore the blue shirt or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. You know, that is what is, um, you know, our, my work is always evolving and this and i just love it so much it's it's never the same with any given reading and what happens is i'm always open to receive whatever the spirit world wants to tell me and what they've been, connecting with me is yes they're bringing through messages they're bringing through information that they have been watching their loved ones they're bringing through you know not only the validation of what they're wearing or what their personality was like but what they were like here and what what messages they have that they are watching and supporting us you know that they're watching us get that degree or they're watching us through a challenging time that we have so it really is a, a deeper Uh, level that the spirit world is is coming through in my readings. I really want to go for I want I want to surrender and let them bring through what they want to bring through. And that's why it's different each time because they're there are different messages each time.
0: And sometimes people will ask for a specific deceased person but someone else may come through also who has something to say isn't that true
1: it's so true you know uh for example uh you know if you want to connect with your we'll use the grandfather as we were using earlier if you want to connect with your grandfather well your grandmother may be come through or an aunt or uncle may come through in the beginning but then usually they will open the door for the grandfather to step through so i always just say come to your readings with an open mind an open heart uh we never know who's going to come through but they'll all the one that's in need will come through to give the message usually they will open the door for the one that you want to hear from to come through next
0: sort of like the, the opening act yeah <laughs> then you have the main event it's true. <laughs> and as a as a member of the missing person service called find me how do you find a missing person even if she or she's in another country or no longer alive And could you give us an example of this?
1: I, um, I'm a member, I'm a volunteer member of findmegroup.org. It's a beautiful organization run by a retired law enforcement officer, Kelly Snyder. And not only through him and other volunteers, but there are um, other mediums or psychics involved, other intuitives, people who volunteer their time, whether it's the helicopter ride they need or the rescue, a search and rescue a department that's volunteering their time, uh, rescue dogs, as we know, are a big part of finding person. So we all work as a team. And so when we find someone, once again, even in another country, how we work it is we're using it's like remote viewing in a little bit of a way we're using google earth to really lap uh map out the latitude longitude we help them decide where this person if they're missing where they are where they're where they have gone or where they were last seen and yes we work with people from all over the world and absolutely we work we um we, we helped a woman who had Alzheimer's who just happened to have gotten lost one day, uh, you know, and she was still living and she was found. Uh, we also helped. So now with, who comes through to you to give you that information? Is that her spirit guides? Or are well, you or are I wor- thank you. I work with my guides. Uh, I work with my guides, uh, but I'm connecting with her usually through a photo, a name, date of birth, where she was last seen. Uh, I, that's how I'm working but it's strictly, uh, you know, anonymous. Like um, when I give my information, when I turn in my information, uh, the officers, Kelly Snyder, the founder of Find Me Group, he takes all the information and he tries to find the similarities. So he's looking for a pattern, Uh, but it really is a team effort. But yes, I'm working with my guides and my intuition and I'm meditating on it. I'm really making that heart to heart, soul to soul connection, you know, always asking for the highest good to come for this person. So it really is tremendous, uh, the work that they're doing. And I'm just so uh, fortunate to be a volunteer and to do play that play that role.
0: That's such a gift of service for people. I mean, your mom wandered off, you don't know where she is or or whatever it is to be able to help that way. Mm -hmm. And you also have a healing prayer circle which is a free online community of hope, healing, and transformation. And they are monthly. So please tell us all about that.
1: Well, Irene, I'm glad you said that there, they started off being monthly healing prayer circles, but since 2020 and the last few months, I just got a calling. I woke up one morning, I was so inspired to do it more often. So now I'm doing it every week. So it's a weekly healing prayer circle on Sunday nights, because all of us have been feeling all this transformation energy. I just felt that we needed this community. So my healing prayer circle, it's free to join and you can join through my website, media But it's a chance for all of us to come together online in a group meditation and a group healing, in a group prayer, in a group manifesting uh, energy. And my goal is to really help show people that when we come together as a group, our power is exponential, right? When we're working as a group to manifest for each other, to send healing to one another, to, you know, share this beautiful space, this sacred space energy, that it really does lift our spirits, so to speak. It lifts the soul and it really brings more light into our lives. So I'm just so happy to be it. It's a great group. We have a private Facebook page and everyone is very active on it. So I just feel it's such a, it's such a loving thing in my way. I'm giving back, but really it's a group. It's the community that, that I'm so happy to be a part of.
0: It's another healing community. Yes. Right. It's another, you have a healing community, which <laughs> yeah. is wonderful. It's and, and it's a zoom meeting.
1: It's, it's on it's on zoom it's on sunday nights uh, it'll be this sunday at 6 p.m. pacific time so it's the same uh same day and time every week sundays at 6 p.m. pacific on zoom and it's for anyone to join and if you can't make it it's being recorded so i send out an email the next day with the recording so people who can't make it whether it's not their time zone or you know what have you they still send me emails on how much enjoyment they get out of it. You know, it's really, it's a, it's a packed field. It's packed, filled. It's a concentrated amount of time, about 40 or 45 minutes for us to really sit and really, uh, with our intention, with our intention for the highest good, once again, to love and support one another. And I usually do a meditation and that is with archangels that come through. So you get to meet angels so that's wonderful now do people come
0: and they have a specific like say someone's got um there, they may find out if they're getting a job that week Can all of you get together and help bring that energy in for them.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, uh, so they get emails from me and yes, they can manifest employment, uh, a new place to live. Maybe they're asking for uh, healing around a physical condition for them or a loved one. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, but we manifest love uh, for people or, you know, just that things are easier in their life you know we ask for financial flow uh we ask for optimal health and abundance so it's really that law of attraction feeling uh where when we, when you give gratitude out you get so much back
0: that's that's lovely and, and and it's free which is so generous of you um and you have a
1: mentorship program for i do. medium So tell us about that. Yeah, thank you. I do have a uh, mentoring program. I have two, actually. You can study with me privately, one-on-one, and I work with you where you are. So I meet you where you are in your development, and I help open you up psychically, intuitively. So I work with beginners, intermediate, advanced clients. So that's a one-on-one private mentorship. And then also I have a monthly inner circle, monthly mentorship program. So an inner circle monthly where I'm working with people in a group so we get to know each other we get to know each other we have breakout rooms on zoom it's online of course but it's on zoom breakout rooms we try different exercises on how to really strengthen that psychic muscle really strengthen those muscles i that's what i try to tell people is we're all intuitive we're all mediums and psychics we're, we have that ability it's just really do we want to practice do we want to develop it it's like a muscle at the gym you know when you go to the gym and you're working out that bicep you're going to develop it just like your intuitive abilities. So it is about practice and more practice.
0: Wow. And so now I want to ask you how people can connect with you because everyone listening certainly does want to now. And do you have any special offers with this coupon code for our Grief and Rebirth
1: podcast audience? Uh, well, thank you. Uh, first off, people can reach me by signing up for my newsletter. It's mediumsheryl.com. Spell that, uh, but
0: Cheryl is spelled different oh, way.
1: Thank you. It's mediumcheryl, which, which, which is uh, C-H-E-R-Y-L.com. So mediumsheryl.com. You can sign up for my newsletter and also receive my five top tools, which ignite your psychic and intuitive abilities. So you get a video with me on it for five days. I'm I'm sharing with you five ways on how to connect to the spirit world right away. So right away, you're getting a beautiful gift. And I I love that because they're all all five are very important. Um, So then. Uh, The bonus I'd like to share with your podcast today, and thank you again for mentioning that, is I felt so inspired to share with people that I do offer a 20% discount. There's a coupon code, if you can just remember LOVE. LOVE is the coupon code when you uh, schedule a reading with me, and you can do that through my website, and once again, it's a 20% discount.
0: That's great. That is so great. Hurry up, everyone. Get on there. This is a great opportunity. And you also have an
1: upcoming event called Love from Above on February 25th. Love from Above. It's going to be fabulous. It starts on February 25th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. It is audience readings. So it's a mediumship demonstration where you um, come to our event and for an hour and a half, you'll watch three mediums. You'll have myself, medium Allison Gannon, and also Minister Colin Bates. And Minister Colin Bates is a wonderful medium from uh, England. He is a beautiful tutor from Arthur Finlay College. Sure. So he was also in the Netflix uh, Surviving Death uh, program, which is out now on Netflix. So Colin Bates will be with me and Allison will be doing mediumship readings uh, beginning February 25th. The link for those tickets it's love from above so it's february 25th at it starts 11 a.m pacific time because colin is in the uk yeah. so for him it's the evening so we hope to get a lot of people from the uk joining us and also from any country from the u.s canada uh, as we know we hope south africa australia can make wow, it I, cool. these people uh i mean colin is very well known and uh we're just so thrilled to have him uh, with us for that day so wonderful and if they get on mediumsherol.com can they also find out about it yes my upcoming events page is on my website and you can find out all of my upcoming events i have some for february march and after so just stay Maybe. tuned yeah there's <laughs> always something going on yeah
0: and you of all people Cheryl, what is your message about the importance of healing to be shared with our audience? Why should know, we go out of our way to heal our stuff while we're here?
1: You know, uh the the it's a great question. The importance for healing is to open up the love that we're capable of and we're capable of so much more love. And we're so we're so much more capable and so much more powerful i think than we give ourselves credit for and so if we can heal if we can heal ourselves whatever that may be or however small or large that is in your life know that you're also helping to heal the spirit world as well so when we heal we're helping we're helping our loved ones and our family because so they're it,
0: around us and they're and they're taking in so as you're removing your blockages or overcoming that distress or that trauma, they're benefiting also, right? They
1: are. They are. It's that ripple effect. And when when you and I, when we heal ourselves, that ripple of our energy goes out to our friends and family that are still here with us in the physical and the animals and the planet and to everything, because we are energy beings and we are energy, uh, beautiful souls. And if we can be that clear channel of love and light, we can really elevate the awareness of the planet, truly.
0: That is true. I believe that. And Cheryl, what is your tip for finding joy in life?
1: Oh, my tip for finding joy, it's such a big one. It means so much to me. I, I feel that the tip to finding joy is to have gratitude. And when we have gratitude in our life for the air we breathe or the clean water we're drinking or, or f- all of those, it it really puts things into perspective and it really shifts the wheels. I always say it turns the wheels of favor in your direction. So anytime, if you're, you know, need help, uh, if you can do something for someone else to be in service of others and to show gratitude or just feel gratitude in your heart, it really does open up the world of possibilities and really just so much love and light to each and every one of us.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you. I know many members of our audience are going to enjoy reading your fascinating chapter spirit party in the last breath, two stories of mediumship, the afterlife, and messages from heaven, which validates that life is eternal and love never dies. And many now surely also want to connect with you to receive the invaluable comfort and guidance you provide thanks to your incredible psychic gifts. Thank you, Cheryl, for this enlightening, wonderful insights filled interview and here's a reminder everyone that you can see the show notes and all grief and rebirth podcast episodes on ireneweinberg.com and make sure to follow us and like us we know you do on social at at irene s weinberg on instagram facebook twitter and youtube as i like to say to be continued many blessings and bye for now